Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Hassan Talks Podcast. As we keep tackling racism in every way possible, as we keep speaking our minds out about things that always uh, been an issue for us uh, as a black community, as black people, but we never had the chance to get the world's attention as the things are really uh, in the spot right now. Today we'll be also covering uh, racism, but in a very important industry in a very influential business which is fashion as you all know fashion is mostly and mainly about uh, appearances about looks and also features and this industry has actually the power somehow to shape our subconscious minds about what's really beautiful and what's not what's really attractive and what's not and to talk about that very sensitive uh, topic and to go deeper into this i'm super glad to uh, to announce my guest for today. Uh, her name is Omahani. She's originally from Comoros Island. She was raised up in Sudan, but born in France, and now she's based in Malaysia. She has a very beautiful, rich background, and she will be able to add a lot. She's actually 24 years old. She's studying political sciences. She's a part-time student, a part-time storyteller, and she's also a model. So welcome, Omahani. Thank you so much. That was a rich introduction. I've never had that much of an introduction. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, hello, everybody. I'm so glad to be here. And uh, I hope this whole conversation is going is going somewhere uh, good. And I hope that whatever we'll be saying is going to benefit all of us. Let's talk about a little bit about uh, fashion. Since I've been saying that the, like the, the fashion market is always expanding. It used to be just stores, just magazines and just articles. And now it's actually like more into social media and every model has her own uh, or his own uh, online platform to promote for themselves. But what we tend to see that there are not a lot of black models out there or they don't get enough attention. Actually, some studies showed that only 6% of models just make it to runway shows. So is it really difficult to be a black model in the recent world? Okay, so talking about the fashion and the modeling industry, it's really hard first for anybody to get in because we all know like in the fashion industry, you would need, like they would literally list down a couple of things that they will ask you. Like you're not supposed to be above 70 kg. You're not supposed to be shorter than i don't know like one centimeter 170 like you're not supposed to be shorter than that you are not supposed to like your waist has to be at a certain weight your hips has to be in a certain way literally they are organizing every little thing in your life like starting from your body to the way you have to eat to the when you have to sleep how you have to work out Every little thing is supposed, it's, they're organizing everything. And it's really hard for a person to even enter that area. It's even more harder to be a female, Muslim, and Black. So these three things are literally the major, the major war going on, you know? Because in Malaysia, I thought it would be easier for, for example, a hijabi to be in. I tried to do that, but I got a lot of not so well of a flash uh, of a flashback but um, in some industries or in some agencies they will actually welcome you because it's a it's a new thing you know uh, as much as it's not introduced everywhere but it's a new it's a new track it's a new uh, fashion you know and a lot of people unfortunately we don't see them everywhere but some of these people are very 
interested into having new faces, uh, having new faces, having uh, new tradition, having new even skin color. Uh, but these people are very little and they're not that known because nobody support the idea because we all know fashion industry has this one list and we needs to be followed album that you're not as welcome you know and it's hard but then it's easy if you have um you you, you have your own kind of touch uh, you might not be that skinny but you can do what a skinny person can do or better than the skinny person can do uh, you might not be non-hijabi but you can do something that a non-hijabi can do as well as she can do so all right so it's hard that it's, so hard it's already difficult it's, it's very strict uh, regulations and very specific qualification for anybody to get uh, to get into the industry and i think we all know that but uh, maybe people really not aware of uh, the struggles of uh, the black woman inside the industry and also being a muslim also wearing a hijab so it adds up and it becomes like an obstacle but at the end of the day of course we try to always challenge these obstacles and to overcome them now another question is is there racism in the fashion industry do do they really like uh, select the white girls and they try to avoid the black girls maybe they're not sellable maybe they cannot really advertise for them does that really happen okay uh yes sadly it does happen and i remember one day i was doing uh i was walking for a runway for a week fashion show in malaysia and uh, a lot of incident happened at one time and i was like really shocked to even focus oh what what just happened it was so many things that just happened at once from different people and i was like what is going on people what what is what is happening so it's the discrimination that is happening it's not just word your hijab like the discrimination that i faced at that moment it wasn't just for my hijab it was it was for more than that it was for what I, what i was eating because i if i'm hungry I'm, i'll eat i don't know what i'm going but i'm eating if i'm hungry i'll eat so i was eating while waiting for my uh, for the runway to finish and all of that Uh, we were doing our makeup, um, the makeup setups and all of that. So I was sitting in my chair and the makeup artist was doing makeup on me. And uh, she, she, she realized, I mean, I'm not that, I'm not, I'm not a transparent person. Like you can see my color, you know, and uh, every makeup artist, if you are professional, you would know what color goes with who. And um, she realized that I'm black, but yet she had used a a a whitening kind of makeup which means my face had looked whiter than my hands which was very ridiculous and i literally like i sat there until she finished everything but then while i was sitting there there were also discrimination around uh how is your body you know uh why why do you eat what are you eating right now and uh it was it was also a discrimination about are you actually going to go to the runway with the hijab like is is there a certain like they were literally it was a couple of fights right in front of me of what are we going to give her to wear uh it was a lot of transparent clothes but then i have my standards and i said i'm not going to wear this type of uh, this type of clothes because y'all you 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 people all can see that i'm a hijabi and this is not this does not go in the same line with what i'm preaching for you know Uh, so everything that had happened in front of me and then I had to leave that seat after the whole makeup finished and whatever happened just happened I had to go leave the whole space I went find my own corner and I took the makeup off first of all um, it was not to disrespect the makeup artist's work but it was just 
a reflection. I looked at the mirror. I looked in the mirror and I was like, okay, first of all, this is not me. I don't know who is this, but whoever the, this person is that is in the mirror is a ghost and I don't like it. So I had to like at least reduce the makeup um, and then went in, had to sit everybody down, tell them, listen, uh, this is what I this is what I wear. And I can wear yours, but then I can add my own touch. If you agree, we're good. If you don't agree, I'm good too. Like uh, it doesn't it doesn't add anything much into my life. So once they see that you have an actually strong kind of a character, and they see that you have a strong kind of standards that whatever whatever uh, there's nothing that can actually break it down. At a certain point, they will reach to a point where, okay, I think this person is more than just a walk, you know? And they actually ended up taking my own, um, they ended up taking my own um, suggestions because I didn't ruin any designer, uh, any designer clothes, or I didn't ruin the, 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 the makeup artist, whatever she did. I just did, I just touched a little bit. You know, it's not like I ruined anything. It's just that I add couple of uh, stuff in this uh, because as a human being I have my own standards and all of that so it's really hard and it, it, you, you would face a lot of discrimination but it's the only thing but the only thing that is uh, it's a it's it's easy and you can do it without any like any flashbacks if you are a male but then again if you are a male with uh, uh, abs and if you are a male with like a little bit white a little bit just a little bit less darker less of a black person then you're good to go uh, but of course there is there is there is discrimination so there's so much discrimination but then at the same time as i said earlier uh, there is always these type this uh, specific kind of uh, organization or agencies that would always look for a black person uh, or a hijab person so um which i found them already um they're pretty fine, but when, it's, when we're talking about the discrimination part, yes, we do face a lot of discrimination at once, which you will be very confused. Well, this about is a lot of happen. stuff that I really have so, yeah. no idea about because like uh, as somebody who, let's say, uh, follow some fashion weeks and then all you see just models, you know, going in and going out, they have their work, but you have no idea about the story that happens inside the makeup rooms and the story with the agencies and the story with the with the companies, that's something that, of course, nobody is, like, uh, has thought about it before. And something else that also I want to talk about is the beauty standards. Of course, fashion, as I said before, is about appearances and looks and skin tones and skin colors and and what 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 is the image they always like uh, put outside? You know, like what kind of girl they choose to be on the cover of magazines, which one goes to their Instagram post, and at the end of the day even if we don't realize it, that shapes our uh, standards of beauty, like who's beautiful and who's not. And I think something that's really uh, bothering me that not a lot of black models get the chance to, to, to be on, on cover of magazines, for example, which ends up saying, you know, like the white girl is more beautiful than the black girl just because she, uh, her white, you know, just because her whiteness, not because of her features. So can we actually change the beauty standards? Uh, yes, yes, actually we can. Um, there's this one singer that I always appreciate uh, is Alicia Keys. At first she was like uh, like a normal person putting makeup and, you know, putting a lot of chem chemicals on her face and yada, yada, yada everywhere. Um, 
And then one time she just decided that no more makeup on her face. The only thing that she would put is just the moisturizer and then she just leaves the house. And I just, and, and she, like from that point, she, she was actually, she was still appreciated, you know? And what the beauty, what the beauty industry needs to understand is the looks is not all it takes, you know? Uh, the looks is just there, you know, but what in what we need more to have, I, I mean, I understand that it's called beauty industry, but beauty is not supposed to be only facial, you know? Um, you could have a beautiful, a beautiful energy, a beautiful character that could actually, through the beautiful energy and the beautiful character that you actually have, it could beautify your face in a certain point. And... Um, it's true that we don't see a lot of uh, black girls in a magazine, but I come like, I have a lot of friends that are black and hijabi, which makes me like really proud. And they made it to a magazine because there is certain magazines, there is certain beauty industry, which I really consider them as they supposed to be well known better than they are right now. Uh, they choose to like put everybody in, you know, uh, they choose to, they choose to change their style a little bit. Like we all know the industry, the, the industry just has one one title, white people and oh, the industry has only uh, a certain limits, a certain list and yada, 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 all of that. But there is an agency that says, no, okay, the other people are beautiful. Like there is a lot of like, there's a lot of beautiful skins outside. And uh it's, it's so sad that we actually just ignore it. Like, we just ignore how beautiful they are just because one person has a scar, for example, in her face. That scar is even more beautiful. And I really hope that if there is any, like, all the girls that, are, that, that would listen to this podcast, it doesn't matter even if you are, you're, not, you're, not a, you're not in a magazine or you don't get 1,000 likes on Instagram. You don't, you don't get whatever all the other girls get. You are so beautiful in so many ways. You don't even understand. Every little mark in your face, it's a beauty mark. Don't let anybody tell you, oh, uh, a, a black mark at the end of your nose, that's a beauty mark. No, any mark in your face, in your body, everywhere, that's a beauty mark. And you better breach that, sister girl, okay? So uh, back to the beauty industry, they really have to, the, the only way that we have, that we can change it is just embrace our own beauty. We don't need anybody to embrace it. Just hype yourself up, you know, just look in the mirror, you know, like how you walk out and then you come back like you saw something and then you like, you, you back up a little bit and you'll be like, oh, damn, you're beautiful. So if we, every single person starts to embrace themselves, embrace their beauty and like just be out there and you don't have to show it for anybody. Just just be confident enough for for your beauty, for your inner beauty, your out beauty, your any kind of beauty that you want. We will actually end up reaching a lot of people, and from these a lot of people, we will might bump up in a in a very talented person who would who would take you for like a photo shoot or for take you for like something else, and you will end up being very well known, and you will be the head of changing the whole industry. Take Hadim Adin, for example. She was just a refugee the other day. Now she is the huge, the biggest hijabi black model that everybody takes example from, you know? And it just takes how to impress yourself, how to, how to like yourself, how to just, I mean, we all have insecurities. I agree with that, but just 
don't don't hate don't hate your, your your yourself so much just because the Kardashians, you know. Don't put don't 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 oppress yourself that much because uh, I don't know Victoria's Secrets model or whatever. You know, just 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 love yourself the way you are. Look at yourself in the mirror and be like, you know what? That's a beautiful round face right there. That's that's a very baggy arm right there. Be good, and you keep going. And that's how that's the only way we can change the industry. Uh, every change starts with uh, within ourselves and. If you don't believe in yourself that you're beautiful, that you're strong, that you're confident, then uh, there's no point of blaming the, the industry or like the world or the society around us. That's 100% correct. I couldn't really follow follow up with that. That's that's like I think that question is done. So I want to move to to something uh, something different. That since you are you're a model and you have uh, Instagram. I also have a YouTube channel and you you promote yourself, you know, you, your pictures and, and all this kind of stuff. Of course, it's not all rainbows and flowers. You will face a lot of criticism, a lot of negative comments. And also, uh, some people will be sexualizing the, those pictures or looking at it in a very sexual way as a black woman. How to deal with this kind of stuff? Oh my God. Like... It's a question that I can see it from every aspect, literally. Um, first, I just want to start by saying to every person, a male or a female, if you have a role model that is on social media, please like don't 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 just look at the picture and look whatever they do and be like that's my role model. No, you have to know that that one person goes through a lot of messed up stuff in their life, and you gotta admire how they took that messed up situation and turn it in a happy in a happy way and post it for you to see to see how they are like you gotta understand from a to z and from there you can be like okay that's my role model because i like how they took all the negative part i like how they uh, dealt with all the messed up stuff in their lives i know that ev- everybody's a human being and i know how they took everything and studied everything and how they put things out there. That's my role model. Don't be like, oh, that one person is very perfect. I love their picture. She's my role model. That makes no sense, literally. And yes, there is a lot of people who would actually literally suck. I I remember one time I did not even post my face. I post, I don't know, like uh, uh, my arm or uh, I just, no, actually I posted a workout. Literally, I don't know how anybody can sexualize a sweaty face that is on the internet. I don't know how how can that happen, but it happened. And I was really shocked that actually a person could make such comment out of a, a very messed up situation, very sweaty human being, and they just go around saying a lot of sexualized stuff. Uh, it, it's it, You face it a lot, and the only way that you just uh, deal with it, it's two things. Either you block which is the common thing to do. Or you just, you give them a slap one or two with some uh, very strong words and you block at the end of the day. Both ways, you have to block that person for you to not get any type of negative comments again. But then you will tell me that the negatives are not going to stop coming. Are you going to keep on blocking? Well, if that's all it takes, then yes, I will keep on blocking. Because a lot of people, I mean, for you to be very uh for you to be very negative toward a person that's a choice 
you know that's a choice and i don't understand how people wake up every single morning and be like oh okay today i think i'm going to be bored so i'm just going to go destroy somebody else's life this is something that every human being on this earth really have to think about twice like you don't have to be part of anything you don't have to comment at any picture it's not it's not about you you know uh just ignore it if you don't have anything good that you want to say ignore it there's a beautiful and a fine line of ignoring you don't have to put somebody else's down just because you don't like whatever they do they didn't do it at the first time like they didn't do it at the in the first place because of you they did it because of themselves if a person tells and, and this is something that i really had faced before as well uh there's people like for example if i posted a story of my own self these people who would come and discriminate that story is either they would say oh that's impossible why why are you putting your your business uh, your business out there oh that's impossible you're lying there's there's nobody who can go through that and there's other comments who will be like uh we don't care the story is ugly anyway like nobody needs to hear this we don't care we literally don't care why you're putting it out there and i don't understand as much as i really want to understand like why do they ha- why do they have the type of thinking uh i don't understand why do they have to even think about somebody's story like you don't even know the person for you to even discriminate them or put it put them down like i'm telling my story for me to feel better help talking to somebody else does not help me therefore i'm just writing it down my social media let's just see this social media is a diary to everybody just people decide if it's a closed diary or it's an open diary at the end of the day it's just a diary it's a place where you can express yourself true but those there's a certain type of expressing yourself if i am telling my story that's type of expressing myself fine liberation oh my god i have the right to talk but you putting somebody down i'm sorry but expressing yourself putting somebody down that's not expressing at all that's just discriminating 101 straightforward and we really have to start doing that because you never know who you will put down because one single word you might say and please people before you say anything think think and think and think and i i don't know i don't know from where uh should i start or from where, or where do i end but the only thing that i have to say is if you don't first of all if you don't want to if you don't want to face a discrimination that's just face real thing if you want to face a discrimination then don't say something that don't make sense then don't say something that is mean to somebody else uh you you have the right to tell your story you have you have the right to tell a story that somebody else can relate to but don't 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 use that story to discriminate somebody else because for you to do that you will face some other person some, uh, another people who would actually come and discriminate you and that will like backflash and people start fighting and all of that crap will just uh start firing um so the least that i can say is just think before you do anything just think think yeah, I know, that's like all the we can do section think. or the replying options are very very easy so it's like it's just a click you know it doesn't even take a lot of effort so maybe for the other person for them to upload a story or to share something personal since you said it's a diary or it's a blog that's a little bit difficult but for the other the other side to just to comment and say something racist or something 
something uh, hurtful, that's super easy. It doesn't take a lot of, of, of their energy and they don't realize how bad or of the like the negative effect of this comment on the other person. So personally, I would say if, yeah, as you said, if, the, if those negative comments affect you, then block these people or just take it to your advantage. Whoever is angry or whoever is mad or saying something stupid, so well, that's that's how they that's how they think that's their problem. I don't really care about it. But of course, people at the end of the day, they they operate and function differently. Uh, closing that question and moving actually to the last question of the day, or last question of this episode. Uh, since we are currently uh, witnessing a revolution, currently witnessing a huge movement that's uh, all under Black Lives Matter, how can this current movement help a black uh, help the black women around the world? Well, uh, it, it does not. It does not necessarily have to just benefit a black woman, if because it's not only the black woman who's going out there to yell or scream something. It's all of us, you know. If it benefits me as a black woman, it benefits my brother as well. It benefits my my, my uncle. It benefits everybody. Uh, uh, so I'm not. I'm not gonna put it in a in a in a. Oh, it will benefit only a black woman. It will benefit all of us, you know, but a black woman would even feel even more proud because she is the person who gave a life to that person. You know, she is she's the, she's the one who gave life to the person who decided to change all of this. Uh, and therefore, she uh, the, the, the whoever the person who resolved the whole thing, it's benefiting all of us. Uh, learning, learning how to do how to deal with people who are like very spoiled with their privilege. That's one it will benefit us uh, from getting all our anger out like we've been keeping a lot of things inside us and it's it's just time for us to let it out and this is something that most or all the privileged people out there they don't express as much you know they only express when it's about privilege like no no one will tell you that from the privileged people which I really feel like is just an insecurity part because you're just privileged. Therefore, uh, you can say anything and then put it under, oh, I'm just going to express my feeling. No, that's not how you express your feeling. That's how you use your privilege. But but as for like black people, that's how we just we just we just need to let it out, you know, uh, and it will help us. So, it will help us so much, of course, uh, like once you're that angry and you just let it out. It helps you in so many ways. You'll feel relieved. You'll feel uh, alive. You'll feel light. But no matter what we do, we're still a little bit scared because there's nothing called, oh, let's just leave black people alone. Because at the end of the day, and I will repeat it again, there's no culture without a black culture. So it's impossible for them to just leave us alone. But it will help us in so many ways uh, from different person to another. Uh, but then again, uh, it will help us from just at least we'll be like, OK, now we can a little bit uh, get some oxygen. We just I believe that oxygen. we've covered all the questions. I'm super glad that actually uh, you, Mahani, decided to, to be part of this uh, episode. Uh, any last thing you want to say to our audience? Oh, all right. Um, you guys, I need you to get a pen and paper. <laughs> Write this down. And if you need to put it in front of your mirror, do so. If you want to put it in front of your fridge, do so. Just put it in a place that you can read every single morning. Um, well, I need you to know that I need everybody that is listening to this to know that you are worth it. 
no matter what's going on around, you are still worth it. Uh, no matter how your life can be on the line, you're still worth it. And just have, just have that one thing in your heart that will tell you, even if my life is on the line, and even if it happened and I got discriminated and whatever, but I'm still worth it. And it's just me who I, I, I will keep telling myself that I'm worth it. You know, I don't need other people to tell me otherwise uh, or to tell me that I am worth it because at the end of the day, everybody is responsible. Uh, they're they're responsible. We're all responsible uh, for our own happiness and our own uh, uh, calm energy and our own, uh, you know, space and peace. You know, uh, if you can't, if you can't give that to yourself, then don't have the hope to have it from anybody else. You have to have that from within you first. So I need everybody to just acknowledge yourself. Uh, tell yourself that you are worthy every single time, every single blessed time you got. Uh, know that you are blessing into this earth and you need to be it. You know, um, keep winning. Wake up the next morning and start winning. And by winning, you have to do something just do something don't just wake up every single morning and sit down and be like what am i supposed to do no that's not a question the question is supposed to be what should i do you know every single every single time you wake up you have to think of something that you you need to do uh, anything that could motivate somebody uh, anything that could motivate you uh, anything that could anything that could evaluate you from wherever you are to at least one step ahead you know, you have to, every single time you wake up, you have to do something that will put you one step ahead of every of everything, of everybody, of, or of your own self, you know. Uh, have, 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 a, have, a, have a purpose, you know. It's really hard to actually, as much as it's easy to be saved, but it's really hard to even figure out your purpose. But uh, try, and, try and do something, you know, every single day, try and do something and um, whatever you feel happy. You keep doing it, but then try to try to to find other things to 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 put to to add into this that you already find found. Um, and yeah, you're worthy. You're beautiful. Uh, you're very loved as much as you think you're not. You're very loved. You gotta you gotta keep pushing. And yeah, we we got this. We are the only one who got us. You know. That was Omahani's conclusion. I will conclude with this quote. Black is an adverb, adjective, and a color. Black is hard to do. Black is me. Black is you. Black is just so much. Black is nothing less. Black is so much more. And with that, we have reached the end of the 10th episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you love it, just share it all over your feed. If you have any comments or recommendation or suggestion or you heard something you really, really like, you can always reach out to me. We can always discuss it. And yeah, that's all for today. Stay tuned for the coming episode. This is Hassan Talks Podcast. Peace out.